Today's episode of Beyond the Mask is presented by the insurance specialists at BrightThink Wealth Strategies. Find the disability insurance coverage that fits you best right now. Email Robert Smith at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. The show is also made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. Get a free consultation today to be guided through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Just visit crnafinancialplanning.com. We'd also like to thank Helping Hands and OSA EMR for their support of the show. And don't forget, listening to our podcast can earn you Class B credits. For more information on how you can submit them, check out the CE Credit tab on our website, beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Hello, listeners. Well, Sharon, we're doing something today that we've typically not done. That is true, Jeremy, but I think this warrants it. I think so. Today, listeners, we're going to be re-releasing a previous episode. And, you know, this is something that we talked about in the beginning we probably wouldn't do. But, Sharon, I know that you were so excited about this episode. You pestered me to listen to this for the (laughs) longest time. And I think it'll be good to re-release this as we've been trying to help out other podcasts that are CRNA related and are doing good for the CRNA community and hopefully giving back some of the good fortune that we've had in our podcast. Absolutely. So, you know, we just want to make other CRNAs, our listeners aware of other podcasts that we listen to. And Jeremy doesn't listen to this one as much as I do, but I love it. I call them the sippy cup girls. (laughs) (laughs) For the longest time you talked about that. And I thought, no, this is not something that I need to be listening to. Oh my God. But we had the best time with them whenever we finally got them to join us. But it's, it was early in our podcasting career, I guess you could say. And so people may not be going back that far, but the actual name of their podcast is Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups. And they had a Facebook page for a mother's group, which was a very popular Facebook page. And so they decided to put together this podcast. And the first time I heard it, I about laughed myself silly on the way to work. <laughs> Remember, I told you they were talking about breast pumping oh, yeah. and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we went down that path on our episode. I think they'll enjoy it. Lots of things have happened to these girls since we interviewed them last. Lacey has had a baby. And Ellen has also had a baby. And she's getting ready to move into a new house. And unfortunately, that Crystal has breast cancer and had been going through chemo. And, you know, I sent her a note after I'd heard it on the podcast and sent her a CRNA pen, a blingy CRNA pen to wear whenever she was going out. But we want to make sure we send recovery wishes and warmth and sunlight to Crystal. I've kept her in my prayers. And I know you have too, Jeremy. So we hope she's doing well. I know she's had a pretty tough time. Yeah. Yeah. And we wish them all well. And we hope our listeners enjoy listening to this episode again, because we really did have a blast doing it. Oh, yes. So I guess that's it. And just listen away and laugh because you most certainly will laugh. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs. 
with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. We know you spend your day caring for your patient's best interests. On our show, we want to care for you. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA industry. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7. Welcome to Beyond the Mask. I'm Jeremy Stanley, and I've been working with CRNAs for over 23 years, and I'm married to one. And my co-host is... Sharon Pierce. Sharon's a practicing CRNA for over 20 years, a past president of the ANA, the NCANA, and she's held many other leadership roles. As usual, our goal with every episode is to educate and enlighten CRNAs, and I think our topic today is definitely going to do that. And Sharon, what time is it? It's time to wake up, Jeremy. I think it is. All right, Sharon, we're back together again at Beyond the Mask podcast. I know, and we just did a little bit of Facebook live taping. Tell you what, we're branching out here. You know, for us to be newbies only a year ago, we've learned a whole lot. Yes, we have learned a whole lot. We must be pretty smart. Well, that makes one one of of us. us. Uh, Which yeah. one is it? <laughs> well, I, you know, I know Sharon is excited oh about God, this podcast so today. She has been talking to me about <laughs> this topic now for months, and I am not kidding you guys. I have heard about Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, <laughs> and Sharon has, has said, you know what, you need to listen to these girls. They're doing a great job. They're funny. So we are delighted to have them on our show tonight. We have Crystal Ellen and Lacey. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. We're so excited to be here. I think more excited than you are. Oh, I don't know if that's so. I called him one morning at six o'clock she in did. the morning yep. whenever I heard the breast pump. She's like, you got to oh listen to this. I'm driving to work six o'clock because he gets up to go work out. And so I called him and he answered the phone and didn't cuss me. So it was all good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, all right, Lacey, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about you and your background. Well, I'm a CRNA and um, mm-hmm. I went to the Minneapolis School of Anesthesia <laughs> in the Midwest and in Minnesota. My and, son-in-law um, went had, there. No, did he? What? Who was your program director? It was... Becky Gumkoto. Okay. And then Dennis Bless and Brian Thorson, you might know them. Yeah. They were instructors there. Oh, okay. So, been a CRNA for five years, still work in the state of Minnesota, the great states of ice cold right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I have a four year old and a two year old and one more on the way. Yeah. And so, when we're is, a young when are family. You we live out in the country and yeah, it's fun. When awesome. are you due? May. May. So I'm right. hoping for, I've had January and February babies. I'm hoping for some spring weather. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So now let's hear from you, Ellen. And um, you've got a little interesting background. I read your bio. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I do. I am originally from the Ukraine. I moved here when I was four to the United States and I grew up here. So I only use my background when it's convenient for me. <laughs> like most and, people, right? <laughs> yeah. But I do speak fluent Russian, which comes in handy. Um, oh, yeah. I went to the University of Pittsburgh for my bachelor's, Penn for my master's. I just graduated with my DNP last weekend. Oh, Thank goodness that's over. 
And uh, I'm a mom of two little boys, and I can't sit still, and I can't relax. I just do like 50,000 things all at once, so that's me. That's awesome. Totally that's opposite awesome. Blasey. She's so calm. Well, you know, oh, oh, right. <laughs> mo- most moms have to be a little ADD anyway, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, How old a- are the boys? Michael is three, and Ben is one and a half, and it is a circus in my house all day long. <laughs> I am sure. I'll bet it is. I'll bet it is. So we have Crystal. Crystal, tell us a little bit about you. Hey, I am born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. I haven't gone very far. <laughs> I thought I branched out when I went away to college, but it was about an hour and a half, an hour and a half away, also in Missouri. Um, I got my undergrad at Mizzou and then went to grad school back in St. Louis at Webster University. All right. So, and I didn't mention this up front, but yes, they all three are CRNAs. All three are mothers. And Crystal, I was actually born in St. Charles, Missouri. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, um, a year or two after you, though. Yeah. What are are you laughing about, Crystal? I know you you can see me and everything. Um, No, we were talking earlier about the ages of my kids, and you know, Sharon always loves to... Mm-hmm. To give me a hard time about that. The span in between them. So, Crystal, you have one. And how old is your child? My daughter, Tegan, she is six. Tegan is six. Okay. And, and any more coming? You're going to wait how long? You know, well, it'd at least be seven years between them. I change my mind hourly, by minute, by day. So. <laughs> Depends on how they're behaving, uh, how she's behaving that day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had mine close together. Mine were seventeen. Well, yeah, yours are twins. Well, I mean, you have, you know, I'm not talking together, about Sharon. the Come minute on. apart piece. I'm talking about there were minutes se- apart. Yeah, there were seventeen months between my son oh, okay. and my twins. Gotcha. Now I meant to have them close. I wasn't counting on a minute apart on the second go around. So Did I'm, you say right. seven months? Uh, se- uh, seventeen months. Yeah, seven seventeen months. months. Been a yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm good, and I, I'm an overachiever, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't yeah, even, that, I was gonna that say, would have been that's like uh yeah, just, just call me Mary. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going on there. Oh gosh. All right. Seriously. So tonight we're gonna be talking about CRNAs balancing mom life and work life and then some of the trials and tribulations of being a working mom. And you know, I can relate wholeheartedly. You know, my wife is a CRNA as well and you know, we have two younger kids and we have a built-in babysitter and my older daughter, so she helps out a lot. But um, So it is tough. It's hard to balance a career, especially if you're working full-time. And what you guys do is stressful, and I'm sure you bring it home sometimes. So, you know, why would you guys say, and Crystal, we'll just start with you, why is this topic so important, and, and why did you guys start this podcast? Well, we really connected with a lot of CRNAs with just like the basic day-to-day stuff with you know, I'm about to pull my hair out. Are you? And oh my God, I had the sickest patient today. And there's other mom groups that you could connect with, but no one really gets it unless you're a CRNA. You know, you just don't get the type of job, the responsibilities and all that that goes with it. And then we had this beautiful platform with the Facebook page, but we wanted to branch out. We wanted to share this wisdom we found from all these smart mamas, which is what we've been calling each other for years. I love it. And we just want to share it with other working moms. Yeah. Other, other moms that are struggling because we all struggle, but not everyone, you know, will admit to it. 
What I think is so cool about you guys too is you're all in different places. Um, you know, but you've formed this relationship and this bond is pretty cool. It reminds me of some of my wife's friends, but they get together and they can drink wine together and talk about the surgeons they worked with and, you know, the cases and, you know, this scrub tech did this and this CRNA did that. And, but you guys don't have that. You've developed this, this kind of long distance relationship. Lacey, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, that's the really cool thing about Facebook and connecting people. There's 6,000 CRNA moms in our group right now who all get on there and do that same thing, (laughs) except it's just with strangers that become your friends. And there are people who are like, where do you live? Because we should really be friends. (laughs) You know, there's just a lot of people who've made connections and just different friendships through this group and just through connecting with other people that you wouldn't ordinarily meet with, but who are all there to support you and be there for you to celebrate your happy news of having another baby, to celebrate, you know, the exciting milestone your kid just made to hold your hand when something's not going right. And we've um, seen some people who've come across some really hard times and Group members have set up GoFundMe accounts, have set up fundraisers for them, and, you know, just found multiple ways to support each other. So, Ellen, all of you live in different states, and I remember on one of your podcasts, y'all were talking about going somewhere and actually meeting each other face-to-face. Any update on that? So, yeah, we do. We live in different states, but not just that. We live in different time zones. So that also makes it interesting. (laughs) But we definitely want to get together. The hard part is the three of us still work (laughs) full time. So it's Uh. like managing you know, work vacation schedules. And I would love to walk into my job and be like, excuse me, do you know that I am a member of Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups? I have to be allowed vacation, but I'm pretty sure they would just like snarl at me well, and give you, me a poor assignment that day. So you just wait. You're you know, going to be it's famous. Time to juggle. <laughs> You're yeah, going to be so famous. It's, we're working on it. Well, on listen, it. from somebody who's a little bit further down the road than you guys are in life, you just have to set that means she's a date. older guys shut up Sorry. um <laughs> she's it, more wise it That's just means, means that <laughs> yeah. you have to make time i have girlfriends yes. that i met within the aana yeah. and we all live in different states we call ourselves the fab four and every year in january we do something together and we missed last january and we will never ever do that again So you just have to set it up. This is the weekend. So when we left this past January, we said, okay, Sharon's going to plan this trip. And I planned it the week after I got back. And we're going to Vegas next year. That's awesome. That's a great idea. We really should do it. Yeah. Um, I think we were also trying to maybe like hit two birds with one stone and do it during a conference so we can also meet the other moms of the group so i think that's where it got out of hand because we really limited ourselves to dates but um it's tough too because like Lacey's pregnant now and then i hope to get pregnant so then we're also working around like you know maternity leave and flying and nursing and all the stuff so we're gonna make it happen though but it's definitely funny being able to facetime and zoom every couple weeks at least and so you feel like you see each other all the time but we always joke we're like we can't wait to hug (laughs) (laughs) it's true 
That's funny. <laughs> and we should definitely go to Vegas when none of us are pregnant. Yeah, not go. right now, Lacey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't want that Wait. to be unfair to a certain party. That's right. Know, so. No, no. You're pregnant so. and in a bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is funny. You know, my wife's friends, they're all in that 30-something range. And it seems like for years now, one of them have all been pregnant along the way but they're getting to those mid 30s and i think that's leveling out now so i think we'll have less and less pregnancies and more and more drinking parties there you go yeah there you go <laughs> that like sounds it. fun so what was your biggest misconception about parenting well, ellen you want to take this one first <laughs> um yeah <laughs> my biggest misconception about parenting was that one day you just figure it out <laughs> and i'm still waiting for that day and i've been told that it never comes because the second you think you figured it out everything changes yeah they figure you out yeah yes. exactly yeah. Yes. Yep, yeah you're always trying to maintain a poker face and you're always losing the game <laughs> well that's what botox is for but yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. uh, my twins yeah. are, will be 33 in april and you never figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I figure I you feel... just learn to roll the punches better. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yes. Roll with the punches. So, all right, Crystal. So, hey. and what were you most unprepared for when you had children? Gosh, what was I actually prepared for? <laughs> that might be the better question, right? <laughs> you know, it was really, I feel like, hard for me. I'm an only child, and we have a really small family. I was never really around kids. I never really did pediatrics with nursing. I really wasn't prepared for any of it. I was prepared <laughs> to love something so much that, you know, it'll break your heart. But I wasn't prepared for any of, like, the little stuff with the chore stuff and breastfeeding. My God, that was a nightmare. <laughs> My favorite podcast, job. Well, you know, I mean, let's just go down that road. I mean, you threw it out there, Crystal. So, so t- t- talk to me about. Listen, you know, the I, man never, wants to I've know never, about it. I I've just never want breastfed anything or anyone before, but you know, I, I heard you my can wife, milk anything with nipples, Greg. Yeah. Really? Remember that movie? Ah, yeah, no. yes, no. yes, that is from uh, Meet the Fockers. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I thought you called me the wrong name. I, was like, no, I, to, Wait I a minute. knew it. I, I heard crickets, and I'm like, oh, it totally got lost. <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah, that was good. All right, all right. So now that you brought up breastfeeding, Crystal, we just got to mm-hmm. go down this path. I mean, you know, talk to us about that. You know, what's the problem with it? It's not natural. The baby doesn't want to do it. You don't want to do it. It hurts really bad. What else? It's it's hard. It's a chore. I mean, it's a full-time job to breastfeed. My baby, mm-hmm. she would breastfeed for 30 minutes and then sleep for like 20 and then breastfeed again for 30 minutes. I mean, you literally have a human being attached to your breast 24-7. Am I right, girls? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was in unison too. I mean, you guys, you got this osmosis thing going on. Oh yeah. For being something that's like sustained the human race for as long as we've been alive, it is not a natural process, <laughs> and you have to learn it. And so does your baby. Uh, and so I think it's a struggle, and people don't expect that, and people don't know where to go when they struggle. And so 
people like we see it all the time in the group where someone's posting like is this normal is this something that i should be experiencing and sometimes it's like yeah that's just part of it and sometimes it's like no go get help go seek out a lactation consultant go talk to your doctor you know like these are not normal problems but you know we are so separated from our families now where like people weren't back right. you know decades and centuries ago where now it's like my mom and grandma and aunts and uncles aren't standing there trying to help me learn mm -hmm. this and so it's harder i think because we're so isolated from our families like oh. that all right so this is probably going to be a male comment i'm just going to lay that all out right there, okay? girls <laughs> so if it's Get so ready. hard one why do you do it and two isn't that why they made formula Oh boy! Spooky Here we go. Plans. I'm just you know, saying. I, mean, I knew I was stepping into something. Okay. Um, too logical. <laughs> there is something that comes with breastfeeding, especially if you start it. Like you just you, the guilt with stopping, and I think there's a stigma. Right. Especially yeah. now, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I think I have well. Her breastfed. She didn't even try. She didn't want to. You know. Props to her. Great. But she would put her formula in a little Medela bottle so it would look like it was breast milk. Oh, wow. Huh. It's like a label. Because <laughs> we, care, we care too much about what other people think of us. Oh, I like that. I like where this is going. Ellen, talk about that. Yeah. I mean, should, should women care what other women think about them breastfeeding? No, but we do. Oh. Yes. Well, it's I just mean, like... like Sharon, I mean, I, I've never asked you this question, but... Did, did you breastfeed? <laughs> Sounds like personal question. It is. I mean, we're getting really personal here today. So. Actually, I had two at a time, and I didn't want to feel like a cow. So that answer would be no. And when you have oh, okay. when you have twins, forgot. And I had them on spring break while I was in school, and went back to school the next Monday. And oh one of them weighed oh one of them weighed eight three. Woo. I was a baby making Woo. machine. Wow. Yeah, who does that? I'm an overachiever. <laughs> you are her. seriously. Wow. But I couldn't. I, you know, I had to go back to school, so I couldn't do all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Crystal. I think it's totally mom guilt, but it's not internal mom guilt. It's external mom guilt mm -hmm. um, oh, that drives the internal one. Everybody, you're like, what are they going to think? Everybody knows that they say breast is best, but, you know, I don't want to do it, but I have to because Jennifer down the street did it for a whole year. And what is Jennifer going to think? Like, nobody's thinking of you. Nobody even cares. And I have a prime example of this. You probably didn't listen to this podcast of ours, but I told this story on one of ours that I had it in my head that I have to nurse for a whole year to make my mom proud. Oh, and wow. I got to like 10 months and I broke down to my mom. I'm like, I'm not going to make it to a year. And you no, know, I'm just so, I'm sorry. And she goes, what are you talking about? I gave you a formula at like six months. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wow. What? Interesting. And I was just devastated because I built up this whole story in my mind about, you know, having to prove myself or make somebody else proud but like they didn't even care well you know when it was my mom yeah. so if she didn't care what does jennifer down the street give a crap about what you're right. doing with your baby exactly. she's busy trying she to survive her own life yeah. yeah well you know to go to what you just said i put my twins on formula from the very beginning and one of my twins developed 
insulin-dependent diabetes whenever she was five. (laughs) And whenever I started looking at some of the literature, it says that babies who are given formula are more likely to get diabetes. So, of course, my child got diabetes because of me. Because of you. You blamed yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what we do. That's what moms do. I see that. I see that. I will say that the, the mom judging goes both ways. If you're breastfeeding and someone's formula feeding around you and then they're like, oh, why are you doing that? That's just so much harder on yourself. I, you know, and so I feel like that's the problem with our mom culture these days is like you can't do anything right. Someone will judge you for whatever choice you make. And so you just have to make your own choices and be okay with it. And like you said, don't care about Jen, Jenny down the block, you know, just yeah. let it go. It's surprising yeah. to me though, given the personality of most CRNAs, I mean, not, not all, but most, I mean, you guys are driven, very self-assured and confident, and confident and you do your own thing. <laughs> I mean, you're, you know, to be concerned about what other people think is interesting to me just kind of knowing the personality of CRNA. So yeah. I think we might need to get off th- the breast now because uh, <laughs> are, we've I talked about say, it Are you lot. ovulating yet, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly what I would oh, call that it. Was good. <laughs> As a CRNA, you spend years preparing yourself for this career, so we don't want to see you lose out on any of the income you've worked so hard to earn. The best way to protect yourself and give you the confidence that a major life event won't disrupt your financial future is through disability insurance. We've known disability income specialist Robert Smith for many years and have seen the work he's done with nearly 2,000 CRNAs over multiple decades. He can help identify any gaps in your existing coverage and fill those gaps by finding the best value on a policy. Contact Robert and let him know you heard about him on our podcast. Send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504-394-6557. Protect your greatest asset as a CRNA, yourself and your ability to earn a living by adding disability insurance to your financial plan. So, uh, yeah, all right, really. well, let's but, let's address this. Let's go to the whole marriage aspect yeah, of let's, having let's of yeah. having children. I mean, it's hard, and then you have a very stressful career on top of that. What about um, you, Lacey? Talk about how do you keep your marriage alive and working with all the stressors that we endure? Oh my gosh, it's. It's a challenge. Um, I'm not, not going to lie. You know, it's really hard when you have young children on any marriage. And then uh, my husband and I are in a little bit of a unique situation because he's a farmer also. And so, um, you know, we're not only working around my call schedule and I'm in-house. I do in-house call sometimes and then I do backup call from home other times. But we're working around the weather and you know the spring planting in the fall and so it's like there'll be some days when it's like well today looks like like the only day we're going to get this harvest done in the next two weeks and i'm supposed to be on call and so trying to work that out and figure out like okay who's going to get the kids and have like these backup plans and contingency plans and plan a b c d which is what we do as crnas you know we always Mm -hmm. have all our plans 
And so having to do all of that, you know, you're really kind of just two ships passing in the night sometimes. And so um, it's a struggle. I don't think we have a perfect balance to it all, but, you know, we find time to just like, we don't watch a ton of TV. And so we find time to just like sit and chat and talk. And we do a lot of like family vacations and we do a lot of stuff with our you know, extended families. And so that kind of helps too, because then there's other people around that can kind of watch the kids and we'll go off and do our own thing a little bit, but try to do date nights, you know, it gets harder and it's more expensive and we don't live near family. And so, you know, there's definitely some challenges to having little kids and and we have probably more of a challenging situation because both of us have something else going on that's going to pull us away. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, we even find that my wife doesn't work full time. She uh, works 1099 in the PRN status and typically works on average two to three days a week. But I work a lot. I love what I do. And, you know, I do work a lot. And, you know, I get home and if she's been with the kids all day, you know, she wants to hand them off. And I just need time to myself for a few minutes before I delve into the kids, you know, and then we, you know, we have to work at, you know, we're going to have date nights or we're going to you know, whatever. And and I don't know what Sharon just said, but anyway, oh. whoever knows. Oh, Ellen, we see you. We see you now, Ellen. I'm, I'm literally like rigging this to be able to see you guys. I <laughs> am on audio on my computer, but I finally had a bright idea for once in my life and I logged in with video on my phone. All right. So I'm like double teaming you right now. All right. It's like right. Ellen overload. <laughs> <laughs> And they can uh, see your closet now. Yeah, we can see oh, your yeah. closet. Now you can see my closet. Uh, all right, Crystal, what about you? I mean, what do you do to kind of keep your marriage alive with your husband? You've got one child. Um, right. And is it easier, do you think, than the other girls with, with two at this point? Or do you still find the same type of issues? I mean, I'm sure it's some of the same challenges. It's definitely harder with more than one. But you really just have to make an effort and be intentional about your marriage. You have to, you know, if you're going to schedule in the gym or you're going to schedule in work or, you know, schedule in a play date, you have to schedule in that stuff for your marriage too. You can't just put that on the back burner, you know? So we try to do date nights, family dinners. Oh, I read a book, the five love languages. Yeah. That's very good. That's a good one. Yeah. It's actually, he used to be the, uh, well, where we used to go to church. Uh, Gary was actually our pastor when we did our marriage counseling. He was the one that did that for us. So yeah. So what's your love language, Jeremy? Mine is uh, time, quality time. Really? Yeah. In touch. Those are my two okay. top. Oh, man. It is. I mean, I'm not lying. <laughs> I just it, it's him. touch and quality time. So, yeah. Hey, do you know your love language, Crystal? Mine do you remember? is, oh, gosh. Um, All right. You, the time's up. You, you should know it right now. Sorry. The gifts one? But, uh, gifts. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the gifts is one. That's funny yeah. because... Me and my wife both are not into the gift side. You know, hers is more quality time, whereas mine's more touch. But both of those are the top two for both of us. So, I mean, it's not, you know, expensive gifts. It's just, you know, something that shows that they were thinking about me. Oh, I thought you meant something that sparkled and... Oh, never anything wrong with that, though. <laughs> so, Ellen, are you familiar with the book? Do you know your love I language? Am. What's your love I language? I don't know whatever its, like, official name is, but I know that... I respond best when I feel like my spouse is helping me and like oh, that pitching me. in and um, I forget whatever that's one it. that's called. That's um, service. Yep. Yeah. That's mine too. Yes. 
Yes, I love that. Huh. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, if I just see you, you can just stand next to the dishwasher and pretend you're unloading it. But that is just enough for me to make me very happy. Oh, yeah. So I'm like that. And if you take out the garbage, man, oh, my God. That makes me happy. That's it. If, he, if takes. Pierce takes out the so garbage, you're running into the bedroom waiting for him. Is that the way it works? <laughs> yeah, close. Yeah, there you go. That was a resounding yes. I'm taking out the garbage and I'm emptying the dishwasher. Yeah, you learned something. Today. Just say it. You're gonna start ovulating too soon. <laughs> That's it. If you get the and if you listen, let me tell you, a man's idea of doing the laundry is throwing it oh, in God. the washing machine. What's wrong with that? That does not uh, uh, doing the laundry means you also put it in the dryer you fold it and you put it up i don't mind putting it in the dryer i hate listen to fold it. pierce will say i did the laundry for yeah. you really really yeah. all you got to wash your mind is a thong man everything else goes to the, everything else sharon got really excited and knocked everything everything else goes she to is just throwing things out. i'll tell you there's this video online i'll have to send it to you guys after this podcast but basically it's like this lady who describes her husband and him doing laundry or helping out with anything. And there's like this zone that she describes that exists for men. It's between the bed and the hamper. And that's where they throw their laundry. Like it doesn't ever make it into the hamper. It just makes it right on that spot on the floor. That's and that's funny. like the zone that she describes. And you know, that's a thousand percent true. It's Ellen, real life. Ellen, do you like, know? Whatever. Oh my God. Okay. I have to, I have to own up now. Cause I think my husband's going to listen to this episode. And he's going to be really mad if I do not own this, but he is much better at doing the laundry than I am. See, that's I'm the, the one with the zone and he's the one who puts it in the hamper. He's also the one who like, make sure that it gets done. He does not put my clothes away, so they're all sitting in a basket, but he'll put the kids' clothes away. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, That's I will funny. give him credit here because credit is due. Uh, speaking That's of okay. laundry job, and lady. children, can you believe how much laundry you have with small children? I mean, oh, and they're oh, no. so little, and yet so much laundry. <laughs> Yeah. Their clothes are so small, but it multiplies somehow in the hamper. <laughs> I, I see how you guys do this because it just, you know, we could continue to talk about all this stuff and on and on and on. So now, you know, I'm going to have to start listening to your podcast. And my friends and my wife are going to go, what in the world are you doing listening to Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups? But this is fun. While this you're ovulating. Yeah, while I'm ovulating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm doing the laundry, and I'm unloading the dishwasher, and I'm making it from the uh, well, Your uh, right to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the effect we have. Oh, gosh. Right. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Well, let's wrap this up on one question here. What do you do for yourself besides being on our podcast? But it's hard to find time when you're a mom. So, Crystal, why don't you kick us off? Oh, I have to make time for the gym or some sort of fitness. Yep. And I have to get a manicure. 
every other week. Have to. That's awesome. You know, we had um, the young ladies from Balancing Fit on. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jamies. The Jamies. And um, I don't know whether you follow them. They're on Instagram and so forth, but they're a couple of CRNAs. But Balancing Fit will give them a, a shout-out here, too. And that's Yeah, one they of the have like 50,000 followers. Yeah, and, so they've done a great wow. job with it. So, All right, Lacey, what do you do for yourself these days? Well, so this is going to be a, a long-winded question, but... You know, one of the hardest parts for me about becoming a mom was losing myself. And, uh, you know, I distinctly remember the very first time I went to daycare and went to pick up my son and they were like, Owen's mom is here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Owen's mom? My name's Lacey. (laughs) Like, but you become someone else's mom. You stop being you and you become someone else's mom in other people's eyes. And so it's really easy to kind of lose yourself. So I've really struggled with that. And you know, I'm kind of refinding myself through this. And I love doing the podcasting. I love hanging out with these ladies. They're so amazing and inspiring. I like to read also. And then uh, my family and I travel a lot and we go camping and we go hiking. And then we, um, we've taken both our kids internationally also. And so, you know, we kind of do that stuff. And then for myself, just myself, I like to read I like to knit, although I haven't done it as much lately. And um, I like to just go out with friends. Like I like to get off work a little early and just meet a friend out for coffee and talk. And I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Hey, and Lacey, your friends like you to go out with them because you're the DD now. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Ellen, what do you do for yourself? I'm pretty lame because I kind of agree with Lacey. Like I've, not lost myself but i've reprioritized like i wish i had the dedication that crystal has to get her nails done every two weeks but i just (laughs) forget and then i'll like i'll have an hour to do it and i'll be like no you know i'm just gonna go home and cook so i love cooking that's like my outlet right now i'm not a good baker i'm trying really hard to be one but it's just not working out but i'm trying i love cooking i'm obsessed with reality television i have like an obsession with the Real Housewives franchise. (laughs) I think that it helps me disconnect from my real life and it's so mindless and I watch them and I'm like, wow, I'm doing really well. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that. Um, And um, I love to go to the gym, even though I don't get there as much as I should, but mentally and emotionally, that is a staple in my life. It keeps me grounded and I wouldn't survive without it, I don't think. But I'm pretty simple. Those are my three big things right now. Well, going back to what Lacey said about losing yourself, this has been many, many moons ago. And Pierce and I, I've been married to my husband, be 37 years. And he and I were having uh, little problems. And so we were going to a, a therapist to work it out. And one of the things that they told us not to do, and most parents do this, they'll call each other mama and daddy. Mm. And they said, you are not supposed to do that. Oh, wow. You are supposed you take on that persona. I guess. You do, yeah. and you know, men are always looking for their mama. I mean, they come out of the womb trying to get back <laughs> well, in. Women are always and looking for their daddy so, too. So, yeah, well, that's true too. And you're still <laughs> almost did since you're old enough to be your daddy, oh, almost. But, you're so funny. <laughs> but um, they did say you lose who you are, and then he will start seeing you as 
mama and not as Sharon. And and so it made perfect sense. Now, we've got a little six-pound dog that's the love of my husband's (laughs) life, and he'll go. (laughs) He he calls me mama again, and I, you know, some things are just not worth the fight. (laughs) That's that's true. I have the opposite problem in my house. I refer to my husband as babe all the time, and he does too, and now my son calls us babe. Oh, wow. (laughs) So we have to break that. Now I don't know what to do. Yeah, our kids, our kids will call us by our names, Sarah, Jeremy. I'm like, no, 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 it's mom and dad. Ah, so, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, it's about like my twins. Their names are Michelle and Danielle. And when they went to kindergarten, both of them thought their name was Shell Danielle because when you yelled for them, you go, oh. Shell Danielle. <laughs> and so you'd ask oh, one, so what's funny. your name? Shell Danielle. I what's guess your so. name, Shell Danielle? They could, call- <laughs> they could be calling us much worse than Babe and, uh, you know, yeah. Jeremy. That is true. So, yeah. That's true. When my son wants to get our attention, he just yells, parent, parent. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. No, he does not. Oh, oh, I, that's that's awesome. Awesome. I realized I had lost myself when I was creating my Instagram account. And the only handle name I could think of was Tegan's mom. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Time to to get get it together get it together yeah well guys i know we could probably talk to you guys all night long this is great and uh, so where can our listeners find you guys tell them about your podcast and if you've got an instagram or facebook go ahead and let them know about that yeah crystal you want to take it you're good at it yeah so um our podcast you can find us on any podcast player we are scrub caps and sippy cups and you can connect with us on social media on Facebook at Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups or on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Smart Mamas. Hey Smart Mamas. I like that. Yeah. That's hey good. Smart Mamas. That's, That's what good. we refer to each other as in the group. When we ask a question, they say, Hey Smart Mamas. I love it. I have it. a question about such and such. So oh, That's cool. I love That's it. Cool. Anything you guys would like to conclude on as we kind of wrap up? I want to say one thing. I know we were talking about women being super judgmental of other women. And I know this became really apparent this weekend after the Super Bowl and all the um, backlash with, uh, what was, I can't remember their names anymore, J-Lo and Shakira. I will say that the reason that our podcast and our group has become so successful, I think the number one thing is there's no judgment there. People ask and say things that are so vulnerable and so easy to tear apart and tear down and attack character and attack a marriage or a relationship or the way you raise your children. But truthfully, that is why our group is so successful. And what everybody always says in their reviews is that they feel that it is the safest place they can go, sometimes safer than their own relationships at home, to talk about any issues, anything, and any possible topics that they have. So I really want to encourage everybody who listens to this and our podcast and just out there in general don't be like the people tearing down j-lo and shakira you know build people up fix their crown and don't mention anything about it well ellen to that point too i mean we see it in the crna community and some of the Mm. online forums facebook and so forth i mean i know you guys do you know it's a definite problem out there and that's amazing that that you guys have put together a group of good folks who try to lift people up and not tear them down so I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. You know, I'm in some Facebook groups where stuff's getting, you can just tell stuff's getting reported all the time. And there's people like breaking the group rules and all of that. And it's very rare. I would say like what, once a month, something gets reported and it's usually by accident. Yeah, typically. And I would think that we like 
to be fair, we are pretty strict. Like we bring down the hammer and we tell people right away that's not acceptable and next time you're out. But I think people respect that more and they know that the lines are there and they cannot cross them because they will not sacrifice the, you know, the sacred group that Crystal had started and we had all built and people find safety in. So we can't let those people ruin that for everyone. Ellen, I like well, that. Well, it's part bring, of the group culture. The and so it's easy to like, you know, it's not just the three of us enforcing things. It's the group culture. Ah. And if somebody says something that's out of line, right. usually we're not even aware of it before somebody else has dealt with it. Well, and so that's all that goes back nice to that that happens. leadership ladies, leadership ladies. And you ladies are leaders within your group. And that's the reason why. And so Ellen, everything Ellen, rises and falls on leadership. Well, it does. And, you know, to Ellen's point, That's you know, true. she said, bring down the hammer. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought that was a good anesthesia term. You I know, like you guys it. knock them out. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So you can like tell that. the guy that does I didn't even, give I didn't plan that. I, but it I was thought good. it was a great no lead. It was perfect. So. <laughs> it was good. Well, we want to thank you, ladies, for being with us tonight. And uh, again, I found it very interesting, Sharon. You were right. You don't hear me say that very <laughs> say often. Say that one more time, right. man. You know, that's my three um, favorite words I, know, I like to I hear. Know. And sometimes three I do fa- have to say it. So, um, <laughs> but we want to we want to thank our listeners for listening to Beyond the Maths with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review, but only if it's positive. We want no negative reviews out there. Till next time. It's a wrap. Have you thought about what would happen if you weren't able to work for two or three years? You know, on average, 25% of people will file a disability claim, and most of us aren't prepared for that loss of income. Every CRNA needs to protect their biggest asset, yourself and your ability to earn with a disability insurance policy. We recommend contacting Robert Smith, a master disability insurance specialist with more than 30 years of experience and 1,800 CRNA clients to find the coverage that fits you best. The best way to do that is to send him an email at rsmithjr at financialguide.com. That's rsmithjr at financialguide.com. Or call him at 504-394-6557. Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, President of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and President and Founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible and we would appreciate your support. OSA EMR is a free anesthesia EMR developed by CRNAs that you can download and use on an iPad. Our nonprofit mission is to make sure that solo and small practice CRNAs can digitally record their anesthetics. To learn more, visit OSAEMR.com. 
www.ChristianWorldRadio.com to download and consider donating to our cause. Remember, for CRNAs, data is destiny. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out BeyondTheMaskPodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.